Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is uh, Money is Everything, Season 3, Episode 25. And in the last episode, Grimlock became super intelligent and built the Technobots in order to combat the Terracons when Cybertron's power generator went haywire. And now he's just dumb old Grimlock. Yeah, yeah he's dumb old Grimlock. <laughs> Good old, dumb, lovable Grimlock. Uh, finally. Anyway. The other one was a bit much to take. <laughs> this episode, we start yeah. with uh, a trader ship called the Lazy Sue. Isn't that a hairstyle, a Lazy Susan? Isn't I thought it's, isn't that's that the thing in your kitchen that spins around under the cabinets. My parents have one of them. Fuck. I don't want I've got, anyway, them. I've got one of them. They're great. Um, he's under hostile fire. Or oh, the captain of this ship is a guy. We find out his name is uh, Dirk Manis. Dirk Manis. Dirk Manis. Porn star name, if you've ever heard one. Of course, he's got a mustache, because if your name is Dirk Manis, you better have a fucking mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's under hostile fire from hunger, and he goes into Earth's atmosphere, and uh, Earth Defense Command, I think it is, gets called and Marissa Fairborn's on the call. And hey, she, we haven't seen her in a while. No, we don't. And she's got scattershot and strafe with her. And, but both of them are flying in robot mode. I'm like, oh. yeah, I know. All right. They, they turn into things that can fly. They do. Fine. Let's just. So uh, strafe shoots down um, the trader ship by accident. I think he just gets like horny. And well, uh, he sees the uh, strafe sees the ship crashing, but he transforms and flies off. Hmm. And then hunger just attacks scattershot out of nowhere. And then strafe shoots down the ship yeah. because they have been dispatched to intercept this thing that they think is an invader. It's like, right. okay. And strafe is like, Oh yeah, I got it or whatever. And then he immediately gets attacked by hunger's other head. <laughs> and they all crash. Yeah. The other technobots roll it to help and uh, they scare off hunger and the pilot or Dirk, uh, he, with his ship landed, not really crashed, but damaged, he uh, takes a canister, this round cylinder thing, and buries it. And then um, yeah, he gets to meet Marissa. And here is Paul where, throughout this whole episode, I was like, hey, I like Marissa. Oh, my God, I can't stand Marissa. Well, I like her again. And, uh. <laughs> and this is, it started off bad because he comes up and introduces himself. And he's like, hey, I'm Douchebag McGee. How are you doing, pretty lady? Yeah, because he overhears her saying whoever landed in that rust bucket or whatever ran off. And he's like, hey, lady, that's... Uh, that pretty girl is my uh, lazy Sue or whatever. It's my ship. And he's like, but speaking of pretty girls. Hey. And oh, uh, she's like flustered. Mm. She, and then I and then switches immediately and arrests him for violating <laughs> yeah. Earth defense zone. So let me get this straight. Like, he, he's a human trying to land on Earth. He says he's from somewhere <laughs> else, like Epsilon or Ronnie or whatever. It, but it's a human trying to land on Earth, and she puts him under arrest for landing on Earth. Like, yeah. oh, welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he tries to kind of haggle his way out of this by telling them, uh, I know the location of a Quintesson base on one of the moons of Saturn, mm. and if you pay me, I'll tell you where it is. Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, it's, you know what? Saturn has dozens of fucking moons. Yeah, so why not? Maybe they terraform one of them. And, and like, and she says, where is this base? I'm like, I just told you, it's on the fucking planet or a moon of Saturn. But yeah, pay me, I'll show you. And, uh, but uh, the Technobots form Computron. I'm thinking, why are they doing this? It's just one guy. Like, but they're doing it to analyze him and what he just said to see if he's trustworthy. And it does all this dialogue and datum this, whatever. And yeah. While he's doing this, she's like, ah, I don't trust him. And then Computron figures out there's an 89 and <laughs> like seven decimal places percent chance he's telling the truth. And she's like, yeah, fine. But I'm not letting him out of my sight until we leave for Saturn. Saturn. That's how she says it. 
Satrin. Satrin. Like batteries. You put batteries in your flashlight. Oh, my God. Uh, so Dirk says, hey, why don't we go for drinks? And they go for drinks. <laughs> yeah. And he teaches her to dance. And it, so hey, now... Hey, you want to dance? She's like, I don't know how to dance. And then he pulls her and says, ah, nothing to it. Here, away we go. And and we have the potential for... I mean, they already had the meet cute, but this is kind of the, you know, they... It's the equivalent it of the sharing of the woman, meal. Yeah, is what it, it really does have when a When he takes her to the opera. And yeah. he's he's kind of the smooth guy. Hey, I can teach you to dance. And they have this cute little moment. Um, and then we see, see, there's, there's parts of this episode I really like and then parts that are cringeworthy. Uh, then we cut from there to Dirk contacting the Quintessons. And that's great. We go from a high Back to the ship. And did you notice the, the phase of the moon here is impossible at night. Just figured I'd point that out. Like the sun would still have to Thank be Thank you, anyway. Dr. Tyson. <laughs> um, so uh, we, it's, I like that we go from this really cute moment of he, he teaches her how to dance to you find out, oh, he's actually mm. working with the Quintessons. And this thing he has, uh, he is trying to get to them. He doesn't say what it is yet, but because of all this crap that's going down, the fact that Hunger shot him down, who apparently works for the Quintessons mm. now, uh, he triples his price. Yeah, I want triple the payment and three cities in. Remember that guy? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And uh, but and as a bonus, he'll even throw in the Technobots. Huh? There you go. So that conversation gets cut off, or he cut. It's weird that he turns the screen off but keeps talking, and then Marissa comes up. Yeah, and she's gonna, and she pulls the gun on him, but like he's faster on the draw and shoots the gun out of her hand. Like, and, but this guy is totally not Han Solo. No, no. Uh, and he threatens no. to kill her. And commercial break. And when we come back, uh, Marissa tries to take his gun, but he he yeah she tries the, the old jujitsu uh, wrist lock thing, but he kind of overpowers her and throws her into a cactus, and then he just picks up his can whatever it is and leaves <laughs> like he has a weird line here he says if you weren't who you are and i wasn't who i am maybe we could have yeah. had something special that so basically he just said hey two other people might fall in love <laughs> strafe scatter and light speeder flying in space suddenly beside dirk's ship yeah and, and they're, they're even talking about hey how come we're doing this and we didn't even talk to captain fairborn first but we're helping this guy and like, Strafe is officially a cokehead. Like, this guy <laughs> is not... Just the way he's talking. Yeah. Like, oh, no, no. like, oh, my God, He gets man. juice <laughs> later. Um, we go down to Earth, and Marissa uh, frees herself from her bonds and flags down two passing vehicles who turn out to be the other two technologists. Yeah, like, when did he have time to tie her up? He threw her into the cactus, picked up his football, and left. Like, he did... Anyway, it, it happened, so let's just go. The, yeah. the, so the Autobots who are flying with Dirk are out there. Lightspeed is going on and on about how beautiful the stars are. Apparently, since he left Cybertron, <laughs> yeah, like he has this. not had a chance to leave Earth. He is in love with because, the stars. In this, he's going on like, oh, I just love seeing the stars and the planets. And Strafe is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? What else? And it's like, oh, this, he's, yeah, like, he's like that fucking little dog and Mugs Bunny jumping around the other one. Yeah, yeah. What now, Spike? Yeah, yeah. So, oh my god, um, man. Oh, Abominus attacks them. But very quickly, we cut back to uh, Earth, or just outside of Earth, and Melissa, Afterburner, and Nosecone are going to catch Dirk. Yeah, they're taking off to And space. Melissa's She's in her own spaceship. Starfighter thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and uh, Afterburner's, Afterburner's tempers flare. He, like, wants to hurt mm. Dirk. This is, I don't know why, but I like the Technobots. It feels like they, more than other groups, have some fairly distinct personalities. Especially where three, two of them for sure, are really fucking wound up. And then the other the two of them for sure, after or, uh, Lightspeed and Nosecone, are really kind of laid back. Like, mm -hmm. just like on a continuum, like, there's uh 
strafe on one end, completely fucking wired, yeah. and you get no skill on the other. It sounds like you just get out of bed. Like, it's, yeah, I like it. The attack from Abominus basically splits Dirk up from the Autobots. He lands safely, and Abominus coming down, like, uncombines, and none of the Terracons can figure out why yeah, they did makes it. Them break apart. And what we realize is that this is when we find out they're working, or really discover how much they're working for the Quintessons. They're basically under their control. And apparently there's this timer device inside... Uh, them, I guess, are inside uh, Abominus. Yeah. They can only stay in that form for so long. Exactly. Because they're pretty much uncontrollable, and the longer he's in that form, the more dangerous he is to the Quintessons. So we then we find out what this thing is. It's called the Recreator. And uh, the Quintessons call Blot over, the shark Terracon, and they shoot him with the Recreator, and he just dematerializes and then they push another button and Gone. he rematerializes. So it basically... There he is again. It's a Star Trek teleporter is what it is. Well, they also mentioned that uh, it, it moves matter, transports it, but it also kills any foreign organisms mm. or germs or whatever. And they're like, oh, so it's Important a healer setup. too. So, oh, that's, Important you know... Important setup, yeah. We um, didn't know that. We'll take it. Bring out the money. Pay the man, Norm. Yeah. They give him this box of money. He gets on the ship and leaves. And when he's in the air, he opens it up and it's something called mimic dust. He tries to pick the gold coins up and they just turn to dust. Yeah, and it just falls apart. But before that, he very uh, sneaky beaky, like put a little thing on this device because he kind of thought he was going to get double crossed and the, so he activates the button on his ship to activate this micro-sized nuclear whatever it is yeah. but they suspected he might try that so they put a bomb in his ship so he ends up blowing up that but i thought it'd be funny if they kept this going <laughs> it's like well i suspected you would do that so he jumps it with a parachute but they suspected that and when he pulls the ripcord a fucking anvil comes in <laughs> instead of the parachute but anyway yes. i knew you would do that the anvil is actually a helium balloon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for, for the next seven minutes of this show um so his ship the back end of his ship explodes and uh he legitimately crashes lazy sue is hey, totally good at it he he's is crashing really his ship a lot uh, yeah. and as he climbs out of the rubble and wreckage uh scattershot light speed and strafe confront him and he's <laughs> like look up. out behind yous and they're yeah, like boys you don't believe i had anything to do with that <laughs> and they they're like fuck you and then uh one i think light speed gets shot he's in the like, head look man you're like yeah we're not falling for that but guys there's three of you one of you can turn around while the other two keep an eye on him but no yeah, really he was right the Sharktacons are there and they shoot lights be in the back. Yeah. And a commercial break. And we come back, uh, we go to strafe and, uh, he gets the idea to shoot down this ceiling of like thorned vines. Yeah, Lightspeed says, Hey, shoot those vines. And uh, oh, yeah, why don't you just do idea. it? But yeah, strafe does it. They fall on the shark. They're a team. Yeah. And then, so the Autobots and Dirk book it, but they get trapped at the edge of a cliff. And this is when nose cone and afterburner arrive. Yeah, um, they're flying in and the, these, okay. So I'm guessing these guys can all fly in robot all mode, fly. which yeah. kind of makes sense. The guy that made them can too, right? So Fair enough. Fine. And, we'll and he is, and he is super smart or at least was when he built them. So maybe he, he He's, dare I say it, smarter than Wheeljack was. <laughs> oh, I didn't feel good saying that, Paul. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so uh, Nosecone uh, basically makes a wall for the other uh, for the other three, and then Afterburner shoots the... Um, yeah, hit him hard! It's like, oh, he plays curling, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then Marissa lands, and I, this is again where I was like, I like Marissa. She walks out, and Dirk's like, hey, sweet tits, and she <laughs> uppercuts him and just yeah. knocks him on his so ass. You? She says, I'm fucking great. Bang! <laughs> lays him out. <laughs> he's like, what was that for? And she's like, make a list. Yeah, and then she's like, alright, let's just leave this idiot here to die and go home. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, that's nice. <laughs> like, but he points out, look, look, 
these three will never make it to Earth in the damaged state they're in. But if we had that recreator, the Technobots are kind of looking at each other, like thinking, I guess, but they can't form Computron to analyze mm-hmm. it any further. Yeah. yeah. So basically they agree. And on the way to the Quintesson base, now this is where I started to dislike Marissa again. Yeah. Um, Dirk basically says, look, nothing personal. This is all about money. I did it because of the money. I don't like you. I don't dislike you. In fact, I kind of like you. And she goes, well, gee, I, I kind of like you as well, even though you're a complete bag yeah, of garbage. Like, that's why I'm mad, because I kind of like you too. Like, yeah. Uh, and that's what's bothering her is that despite all the bullshit you put us through, I still kind of like you. Which, like, fair oh, enough. I get anyway. that what they're playing here, but he is legitimately a bad person. Yeah. He's not a good dude. You should not like this guy. Yeah. On the way, I'm not to shudder, and I know yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting too involved in this, but it really bothered me that she was a victim of her emotions while he wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we go to the Quintesson base. Uh, they uh, oh no, they get, do they get there? Oh no, this was the fucking vine. Well, some vine thing grabs her hand, and he jumps up to try and help pull her down. It, he he can't do anything, but Strave shoots the vines, and the, they all fall down, and they kind of land in each other's arms, and immediately start making out. I know. It's like, and the Technobots are kind of looking at each other, like, uh, where do we look? Where do we look? Yeah. <laughs> what, are we, what are they doing? <laughs> that what, was kind of funny. But then, uh, yeah, and he when he goes in for the kiss, he pulls uh, Marissa's gun and points it at her. Yeah, he uses the whole thing as a distraction to take her gun. So he is, we find out later he's kind of playing them. Like, I don't know. He's, he, I, I can't figure out who he's trying to play at different times. He didn't, if he was really going to play the Quintessons, as we see he'll do later, why did he bother to pull the gun? Mm. Except for the stupid excuse of you're a yeah, horrible there's, actor. There's gonna be a, We're going to get to that. Yeah. So uh, he delivers Marissa in the Autobots to the Quintessons and uh, basically demands the, a new deal. He's like, give me a thousand credits and a new ship. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, even the Quintessons are surprised. Like, why are you, like, even after our last encounter, you're coming here. He's like, look, I got no choice. I'm stranded here. Yeah. I can't call a cab. And uh, you got all my fucking money, right? And uh, yeah. Hunger and Sinner Twin, they're like, ah, we're hungry, whatever. And they start fighting each other because they can't control the, the Terracons. Yeah. And Marissa says, you know, to the Technobots, aren't you going to do something? And Lightspeed says, we are. We're thinking. Like, just give us a minute here. <laughs> Which, it, it does pay off later, but um, Dirk's like, you know what, fuck that. Let's get rid of these guys, and he uses the recreator. Yeah, there's one thing I want to do personally. These tin cans cost me a lot <laughs> of time and money, and I'm going to use this device on them right now, and hits the thing, and poof, they're gone. And now Hunger and Sinner Twin are even more pissed off because there went their dinner. (laughs) And Marissa's really pissed off. She charges dirt. Yeah, she thinks, oh, fuck, what did you do? And she's ready to attack him. Uh, but the Terracons stop her. Yeah. Well, they for a bit they don't. There's a great bit where like she's running at him. The Terracons keep like trying to stomp their feet in front of her, or swing a tail, and she's mm, going and like Sinner Twin. Oh yeah, picks her up and drops her in the middle of them. And like even the Quintessons are like watching this. Like oh good, they're going to eat her alive. Yeah, <laughs> but she does some pretty dope parkour. Dirk uses this whole thing though. Uh, now that the Quintessons are distracted, to reactivate the device, which brings back the Technobots. Fully repaired. And they combine into Computron, and the terror bots combine into Abominus, and they fight. But now Computron can work out a mathematical solution to this. He's like, I only have a 48% chance of slugging it out with this guy. Yeah. Which 
kind of, you know, it's a very Automat thing to do, admit that, you know, this guy probably can beat you. Yep. But yeah, they start fighting. Uh, and we, then we have a little scene where Melissa, or Melissa, Marissa's, she's like, why didn't you tell me to Dirk? And he's like, ah, you're a shit actor. Yeah, he's like, ah, I needed you to be convincing. Yeah. Ugh, weak. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, and Computron basically gets in a position where he can make one tactical shot that breaks apart Abominus. Yeah, because like, Abominus has him on the ropes and he's, and Computron's like, if I just do this, I can activate whatever that device was called that forces Abominus to split up. And he does, and bang, and now we get five Terracons and versus Computron. And now, according to Computron, he has 25 to 1 odds against the Terracons. <laughs> Who flee? Yeah, I wouldn't take that bet either. Uh, all the, uh, all, yeah, so the Quintessons flee as well. So then we cut to, uh, again, we're going to get to where I like Marissa. We cut to um, the humans, and they have given Dirk a ship, but because of whatever international rule, they can't give him any of the reward money they uh, confiscated from the Quintessons. <laughs> yeah, we we can't pay you that money because we don't pay people. Like, well, okay, or, no, she said they don't. We don't give rewards, so they. I guess they do pay. Who knows? This is probably some tyrannical fascist <laughs> government. I mean, hey, they all wear the exact same clothes, right? Yeah, white jumpsuit and boots, <laughs> just like. Yeah, so Lightspeed arrives and he's like, holy shit, somebody stole all that money we recovered from the Quintessons. <laughs> yeah. And Marissa goes, Dirk! Yeah, he just grabs her, <laughs> he just, kisses her, and throws and her down and bucks it under the ship and whoosh, out of there. What a dick! So he's flying away and he's like, ah ha ha, I got them. Yeah, and like, he goes like, to, ah, uh, should we go after him? And she's like, nah, I have a feeling he'll be back. So yeah. he reaches into his, uh, but he reaches into the gold and it's mimic dust. And he's, aha. Again? He laughs that she got him. And then we cut to her he's and she's laughing. Of and, yeah. Dirk answers my own question near the end of the episode when he tells Marissa why he didn't just tell her what he was planning. She's a shitty actress, apparently, and he needed for her to be convincing to the Quintessons. Like, fine, let's just set that aside for a minute. How did one guy with a hand blaster manage to take a military officer and five Autobots prisoner, then march them who knows how far back to the Quintesson base? Like, at the very least, one of the Technobots could have blasted him to ashes just after he grabs her gun. They were all behind him. He wouldn't see them. Marissa even already said, let's leave him here to rot and go home, and not one Technobot argued with her about that. Like, sh she could have even done the look out bit, and he'd be like, oh, I'm not falling for that, and then bang, straight shoots him dead or stunned. I'm sure Autobot guns have a stun setting. At the very least, they could have just grabbed him. But how does he know she's a bad actress? I mean, her accent changes every time she talks. Maybe that's what he's basing that opinion on. But she also said she couldn't dance, but then she got up and did, wearing a floor-length gown without a free hand to hold up her skirt, and she did that without breaking her fucking neck. Maybe she can act really well, but just never gave it a try. Maybe she can sing, too. Triple threat. Isn't that what they call that? She missed her true calling, getting into the army. <laughs> Well, there you go, Paul. There's the end of another episode of the Transformers Tip Pickers Podcast Show. The next episode we're going to do is Call of the Primitives. Yes. Uh, if you want to see something primitive, these are getting weak. <laughs> uh, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. Oh, I'm at John Sobey. Paul's at P. McPherson1. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Feel free to give us some ideas for these things and uh, <laughs> tell all your friends. <laughs> tell everybody know, and until the next time, keep on transforming. <laughs> See you next time. Saturn.